and welcome to episode 7 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young women to set their mind to it so that they can achieve their goals. Now, before I get into today's episode, I just want to thank everyone that's listened so far. I've finally hit episode 7 and this is a super exciting milestone as this is the episode where most podcasts tend to drop off. So I was reading a little bit and apparently this is where podcasts pod fade. So they just drop out of existence. So I want to say thank you to everyone who's listened and is still listening so far. And if you want to keep hearing more episodes, it would mean the world to me if you could jump on, give the podcast a review. If you're enjoying it, give it a five star rating. Um, And also if you've been listening to some episodes and loving it, if you could share it with your friends, chuck it on your Insta stories, That would help so much to get the episodes out there so that I can keep producing them. But we'll get into the episode. So for today's topic, I wanted to do an episode on how to optimize your time management. I had a lot of ideas. I've got lots of different content I want to produce, but I thought this one is probably important to cover. I've done how not to procrastinate and, you know, how to become a morning person. But I feel like this one, how to manage your time is super important. So if you're wanting to achieve any goals, you need to be able to manage your time and be able to get shit done. So I was like, let's come up with some tips that I've actually used that might help you guys too as well if you give them a try. So I've come up with a bit of a list and in creating this episode, I had a little bit of a look online and you guys, there is so much content out there for time management because everyone wants to know how to manage their time better. It's something that I think everyone's constantly working on, wanting to be their most productive, most efficient selves and there's a lot of tips out there guys. So my tips today are not all of the tips out there because there is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or maybe even thousands but I just want to give you what has worked for me so far um, so that you can try it out and find what works for you because it's not going to be the exact same. But I want to give you some things that I've actually tried so that you're not just going onto the internet and seeing, oh yeah, do a to-do list, work from your to-do list and not getting any results. So hopefully these will actually be some useful tips that you can implement if you're wanting to manage your time better. This might be to achieve a certain goal or it might just be to manage your work schedule better, whatever it might be. These tips hopefully might be useful for you. So... The first tip I have for managing your time a little bit more efficiently is to work from a calendar. So I think it's maybe a common misconception to work from a to-do list, which is kind of what I mentioned just before. I don't think this is the most efficient way to manage your time. I used to do to-do lists because, you know, got lots to do. So write a to-do list like it makes sense. It's pretty common. This isn't the most effective way to get things done. When you do a to-do list, it can create a bit of overwhelm. If you've got a lot to do, you can see that massive, massive list of everything you need to do and it might deter you from doing anything. Or maybe you'll look through it and you'll tick off all the easy things, but you'll never get the real needle movers done. So the things that will actually make a difference. You might put them off because they're too hard, they're too big. So you leave those and then you might get the little task done, but then, hey, in a week, it might be those same tasks and you're doing again. It might be that you did the washing, you made your bed, you vacuumed, you did all the cleaning and those easy things, and then you still haven't done your big project. You haven't started anything that made a real difference and it's still sitting there. And then you start to get deterred and it just continues to be a bit of a vicious cycle. So 
I recommend working from a calendar. I started doing this, I don't know, maybe a year ago and I've definitely fluctuated with it, um, how often I've done it, but I've actually even used this to work from a calendar during isolation. So this isn't just if you're someone who's super busy and needs to put everything in, in a calendar to keep track of things because you might forget. This is for just time management. So even if you've got nothing on because you're on holidays, you can still work from a calendar just so that you're being efficient with your time, not wasting time and actually enjoying time when you're resting. Um, so to work from a calendar, I would recommend an online calendar. You can definitely use a diary. The only thing is I like to see the blocks of time. And so I found that having an online calendar is really helpful because you can move around your blocks of time and with a hard copy diary, a little bit harder when you're writing everything in and that to then, you know, white it all out or rub it out if it's in Greylet. So an online calendar is really helpful because the other thing, working from a calendar, I also go back. So I put things in. So what I've been doing, you could do it for the whole week. I find trying to do a whole week um, at once, I just don't like to do it that way. It's probably a good idea. I just haven't done it yet. So if I do it at one point, I'll let you guys know how that goes. But what I do at the moment is each morning, I'll normally get up, do my workout, and then while I'm having brekkie, um, maybe after, I'll sit down with my laptop and chuck in everything that I have to do for that day. Because then I can kind of get a gauge for how I'm feeling that day as well, which again, maybe not the best way to do it. Maybe I should be just doing it for the week. But I find that I can kind of see, all right, well, I know I'm going to need a bit of rest time today or I'm feeling really productive. I want to smash this all out. I'll put everything in the calendar and then I'll work from that calendar. And then if I didn't get things done, I'll go back and move them around. So if I ended up watching Netflix when I wasn't supposed to, that goes in the calendar. And I will literally put my whole day in from waking to finishing. I've even added in my sleep to my calendar now. It's got everything like stopping for lunch, dinner, Netflix, everything goes in that. Um, and I move it around. So if I don't get stuff done, I can see, oh, okay, that's why, that's how long that took. Or I spent, you know, two hours scrolling through my phone didn't mean to do that and that wasn't planned wasn't a good use of my time don't feel good about that so then I can use that to inform my future planning as well Um, then my next suggestion is kind of ties in with working from a calendar this is something I've only recently found but I think it was actually amazing and I kind of wish I'd done it sooner but it's called the 168 hour exercise and what it is is you breaking up your week into all your hours so I did this and it was actually crazy to see because you know you think you have lots of time you're like oh I can do that later I can do it tonight but if you actually break up your time and see so one of the things I like about having a calendar is the visual might be because I'm more of a visual learner a visual person I'm not sure depends if you are to whether you get the same benefits but I like seeing all my blocks of time But the way that 168 hour exercise works is that it shows you in numbers, I guess, how much time you've got left. So I want to run you guys through when I did what I was left with. I did this during isolation. So this is when I wasn't working and I'll tell you how much um, time I ended up with at the end. So first of all, if you do this, you're literally going to put everything in. So you're going to start with 168 hours. I put in my sleep and I put in that I'd like to achieve eight hours a night 
So that was about 56 hours. So this is 57 days. So minus that from 168. And then at this point during isolation, it's different now, but I'm just using the numbers I've got here. I put in, I was doing four hours a week, so not much at all. And then I put in some uni work that I was doing for study. I put in that I was hoping to do 10 hours a week. Um, again, that's not too much really. Um, I then put in exercise for me. I put in two hours a day, so it was 14 hours for the week. That's not going to be the same for everyone. That was me during isolation. So again, this is going to be very personalized. I put down time for commuting. Again, wasn't traveling anywhere, so didn't have any time taken up by this. So as you're probably getting the picture here, wasn't taking up too much time at this point. Um, I accounted for some family or friend time, four hours for that week. Again, isolation. Normally that'd probably be more. I allowed three hours each day to watch some Netflix at night so that I was actually giving myself time to unwind and chill each day. So that was 21 hours. And then I allowed two hours each day for eating. So that was including, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, any snacks. About two hours felt about right. So that was 14 hours. Added that all up to 123 hours. So I highly encourage you guys, if you're listening to this when you're in the car or out walking to do this exercise at some point 168 hours and then add that all up so put in everything you can think of mine came out to I had 45 hours left which is pretty good 45 hours is a fair few but guys this is when I wasn't working and barely studying so I still had 45 hours left without work so now that work's gone back if I was doing my full-time hours that leaves me with about five hours if I managed to pick up 40 hours of work. So keeping that in mind, normally I would do a lot more hours at work, maybe um, 20 to 30 plus supposed to be full-time hours at uni. And then I'd still be trying to do everything else on top of that. So for me, I need to now account for being at work, being at uni, podcasting. I probably need to redo this exercise actually, as I'm speaking about this. Um, I just want to highlight that I only had 45 hours left and to me that was kind of surprising because I wasn't really working I wasn't doing a heap of study I wasn't really socializing and I only had 45 hours left so it just made me think holy crap when I do have all my normal commitments and I keep myself pretty damn busy no wonder I struggle to get things done and get stressed because I don't have enough time I'm not allowing stuff and then I'm trying to squeeze it all in and wondering why I feel overwhelmed and I do want to do an episode about why we keep ourselves busy so keep an eye out for that one um but this is just an eye opener 45 hours left um so I want you to do it and see what you have left because you might be telling yourself you've got a lot of time to do your what might it be work or study or your side hustle whatever it might be that you're wanting to work towards it might be your fitness and you're telling yourself you know you'll do that half an hour whenever you've got time but if you do this exercise you might say that hey you're a pretty busy person and if you don't prioritize this it isn't going to get into your schedule so you've actually got to put it into your schedule so that's where I think a calendar is super handy so that then brings me on to my next point is to block out time for literally everything and I do mean everything so I was talking about this before but I want you to put in so your sleep your work if you are studying put in study um, definitely put in exercise, any travel time, 
definitely put in socializing, um, hanging out with friends or family, just chilling out, watching Netflix or scrolling on your phone, whatever you might like to do to just hang out and not overthink too much. Put in your eating, literally everything needs to go in. Um, But most important when you're doing this, so if you are going to then go and try after this episode to work from a calendar, I definitely recommend giving it a shot. And maybe you don't start with absolutely everything, but you just start building up into the habit of using it. It's great. But if you do do this, make sure you include rest. So this is the first thing that should go in. And I, when I started to, you know, listen to some podcasts about doing this and getting tips on it, I probably was like, oh yeah, rest, like I'll fit that in, no worries. I actually think it's so important. I do include that now um, in my schedule because it's really important that once you put it in, then you prioritize and stick to it because what this will do is it'll make you more efficient in the time that you do have for um, actually when you're working on things. So if you put in rest and you make that a non-negotiable, so for example, like for me, I've got in my calendar like 7 till 10, going to watch some Netflix. Um, If I prioritize that, then that means that I can't, you know, record a podcast at that time or I can't um, study or I can't do things that I should have done during the day. So it just kind of gives myself a deadline. It's like knocking off work at 5 p.m. if you're doing a 9 to 5. You have to get it done by 5, so therefore you work a little bit harder, a little bit more efficiently during the day. Um, So it's the same thing of giving yourself a deadline rather than I used to be super bad for this. I used to just keep on working all the way up and through until midnight and I would kind of just be half-assing it. Like I would never be fully in one thing or another. Um, I would just be doing it and letting it take up a lot of time. So this is where you want to block out time. Um, but give everything a small block. So this is probably my next point. So include rest was the last one. But use small blocks for if you're wanting to be productive and efficient with your time. Break tasks down. Tasks down. So... This will be easier for you mentally to attack a task if you can break it down. So my best example for this is probably with my assignments for uni. I would normally in the past uh, have just gone, all right, I'm going to work on this subject. Wouldn't even put in what I needed to study or work on. I would just say, oh, that subject is like what I need to do tonight. Now I've actually really completely changed my approach and I think it really makes a difference. So I would break it down into all right, this task, like if I have a big assignment, I want to break it down into seven parts. Like it might be subheadings of an essay or whatever it might be. You break your task down and then in your calendar, you don't just put, for me, it wouldn't be just, oh, I'm going to work on that subject. I'm going to put not just the assignment that I'm going to work on, but which part of the assignment and I'm going to give it a set amount of time and it's not going to be five hours. It's going to be short short and sharp. So you want to be really efficient And you'll actually be surprised. You might think, oh, well, I can't get that done in an hour. But you don't know. If you give yourself five hours, trust me, a task will take five hours if you let it. So it might be a bit of a challenge. You might have to work really hard if you only give yourself an hour. But what would you rather do? Work on a task for an hour, really focus and get it done? Or work on it for five hours and slowly kind of chip away at it, but have it take five hours? I know which one I would pick. I'm sure you guys would also pick the one hour option. Um, So use those small blocks. And the good thing with the calendar is because it's going into an online calendar, if you choose to do it that way, 
you can go back in your calendar at the end of that day if it ended up taking an hour and a half two hours change it in your calendar so then the next time for maybe you know tomorrow or next time you're working on something similar if it's that assignment or if it's that project whatever it might be then you know oh actually that took an hour and a half two hours so when you're first doing this it might be a little bit of a guessing game um but it's also holding yourself accountable if you like i know for myself i could have a 2000 word assignment due and i could do most of that on a sunday so that's given myself one day and i would probably think oh well that needs you know a week or two at least to work on it but if you push yourself you can get it done you can work more efficiently so this is the same concept except you're not leaving it till the last minute. You're giving yourself that deadline so it's not done in that pressure cooker that's kind of negative because it's creating those stressful emotions. So you're doing it from the point of view that you're giving yourself a deadline so that you're efficient because you know that you can get more done if you set yourself a smaller block of time. Um, And it's also a lot easier to approach a task when you've broken it down and be like, oh, I only have to write the first paragraph of this or I only have to create this one thing. It's a lot easier to sit down and do that task when you're not, you know, facing doing a 2,000 word essay. Um, It's easier to kind of be like, oh, just do that and then I'm done. So that will mean that hopefully you'll actually be more likely to sit down and get it done. Um, So I want you to try that. And then the next thing to really optimize your time management, I find for myself, this might be different for everyone, but I really benefit from having a routine. So probably talked a bit about this in some other episodes like the morning person episode but I like to try and have as close as I can to a consistent morning time you know try and work out first thing in the morning that's just my thing at the moment and then a big breakfast and then I will have a kind of similar pattern each day Um, for me that just is what works well because I start to know what I'm going to be like what what times I'm going to be most productive um Some people don't like having a routine, but for me, I love it. So if you're like me, give it a try at having things done at a similar time because I think a part of it is it takes the decision each day out of, oh, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? You start to create habits and you just know that this is what I'm doing at this time and it just can help you be a bit more efficient. So create yourself a routine that works for you. It might be completely different to mine, but find what works for you Um, and then this leads into my next point which is handy and that is to figure out your most productive time so for me I in the past have always thought I was you know a night owl I'll get more done at night Um, so I would never try and get up early because well I'm a night owl why would I do that but if you listen to one of my last episodes you know I've changed my thoughts there Um, but what this meant is that you know from 6 p.m. till midnight I would slowly try and chip away at things thinking that was when I was most productive because I felt crap in the mornings Um, but this wasn't really the case I would spend you know six hours and I'd be on my phone and you know getting distracted getting up for snacks and doing anything to not do the assignment pretty much (laughs) or the homework or whatever I should have been doing might have been my cert three four literally queen of procrastinating at that time um but I thought that was my most productive time but I was letting myself have that take ages and I wasn't really being productive I would actually say now my most productive time is probably in the mornings um 
I'm still someone who feels pretty good in the evenings, but I can actually find that if I get up, and this is something I would never have done in the past, but if I choose to get up at 6am or 7am and sit down and work on something for an hour at that time, knowing that I've chosen to get up at that time, um, so this is one of my other points was to get up earlier, is that you're less likely to procrastinate if you know that you're losing sleep, so you've made a sacrifice. You're not going to sit on your phone and scroll through Instagram because you've got up at 6am. You're not going to want to waste that time. For me, I can pretty easily sit down and actually work really efficiently at that time. I could get just as much, if not more, done at 6am or 7am um, as I would have at 6pm till midnight in the past. Um, if I sat down and tried to really crack out something from 6pm to 7pm, I reckon I could still do it. But I just don't even set myself the time to work on things now. I would much rather do it in the morning. So normally, um, and this is personal preference, so find out what works for you. This has definitely been a lot of trial and error, still trial and error. Um, Part of recording this episode was a little bit of motivation to get myself back into this because I've tried a lot of these tips in the past um, and I need to get some of them back into my routine, but they have worked. So I would say... In the morning, I could definitely get a little bit more done, Um, but it's just about finding when you're most productive. So yeah, play around with that and figure out what works for you. Um, And then another thing that I've found really helpful is this one kind of common sense and definitely came up a lot when I was doing my research for this episode, but avoid multitasking and like seems so simple. But being on your phone, having the TV on in the background or maybe not even on the background, like I know I used to do this all the time, split screen on the laptop to watch a show and do something. I can't do that anymore. I literally have to pause a TV show or turn it off to get anything done. And I used to always work like that. I would always have a show on and try and do something and I'd only turn it off when it was like last minute deadline Sunday night trying to get something done. But now I actually can't do that I don't know why if it's because I realize how much slower I'm working and I know that I can work a lot faster now maybe that's got to do with it but one avoid multitasking and two I don't always do this but it is a really handy tip if you're just really struggling to actually sit down and get anything done is to set a timer so it's just going to be a small block of time so like I said before small blocks of time only but this might be even more intensive If you're really needing just that little boost to get it going, set a timer, put your phone away, put it in another room if you need, shut down any tabs of Netflix or anything you've got open, don't have a TV on Um, and might be that you set a timer for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, maybe 15, like a small block of time and you just work for that time, no distractions, you don't get up, you don't go do anything but work and then as soon as that time is done, get up, go do something else. But you are literally just working on one single task. And this is actually really hard. I don't do this often, probably going to try to do it more often. Um, But if you do this, you'll actually find that for me, for me, I don't know if it might be different, but you can get really easily distracted after 10 or 15 minutes. You're like, all right, looking around for something to do. Because if you focus and work really efficiently for that time without doing anything else, no distractions, no talking to anyone else, you actually get a lot done. And the temptation is to look around and leave that because 
you know, you're making good progress. So, oh, it doesn't matter if you get up and duck to the toilet and check the fridge or anything. None of that. You're literally just working super hard. Not even hard, just efficiently, just smartly, I think, is probably a better way to say it. And so that's just about focusing and, yeah, working smarter, not harder. Um, And you'll need to spend a lot less time on a task and you might get more done than if you sat there for two hours. So that's why I'd say only give yourself smaller blocks because it's the same theory, but this one, just set a timer if you're really struggling so that that way you know it doesn't matter what you actually get done during that time, but you've sat down and you haven't done anything else about that task for that time. So give that a try. Um, I've got here to track your time, but that's kind of what I've already touched on. So whatever you do during the day, go back in your calendar. It is a little bit um, tedious or fiddly. (laughs) Take your pick of one or the other of those. Um, Go back and make sure that it reflects what you actually did during that. So I've been doing this all during isolation. Might seem kind of strange, um, but it just helps me to see how I'm actually spending my time and then makes me more informed, I guess, when I'm planning um, my future plans. So do that. And then give yourself deadlines. So you're already going to be setting yourself smaller blocks of time. You're going to be more effective. You're going to know how much time you've actually got because you've done that 168-hour exercise. But for me, the next way I became more time efficient, and I'm saying this like I've got it all figured out, This is definitely something I'm still working on. I feel like it all ebbs and flows. Um, I'm definitely more efficient and effective at sometimes than others. And it's never going to be perfect. It's it's something you just have to keep on working on. But when I give myself deadlines for things, um, so for example, a uni assignment might have a task, but I'll give myself little deadlines for, like I was saying, break down the task. I'll give myself a deadline. So I want this done by this day, this done by this day, this done by this day. And I might have a whole deadline for the task that it's done before the actual deadline. And this is where you've got to have a lot of self-trust, a lot of follow through with yourself um, to actually stick to your own deadlines because it's a lot easier when someone else is giving you a deadline and there's consequences because we associate that as being more painful when someone else is going to, you know, punish us for not handing in an assignment. It might be we lose marks or... You know, if it's for your boss and you don't hand in something for work, then you get yelled at or, you know, you're in trouble. So there's consequences. It's a little bit different when we are holding ourselves to those same deadlines or different deadlines, but we're holding ourselves to our own deadlines. We've got to choose whether we trust ourselves enough to follow through without having the same consequences. So depending on what you make it mean, whether you make it mean something super painful to yourself to not get something done because it means that you don't follow through on your own word. Um, It can really depend on whether you actually hold yourself to that. So try that. It's not going to be an easy one, but if you can do it, it's really beneficial. And I think it's a practice one. I think all of these are, but giving yourself deadlines and practice sticking to them. And even if you don't get it done by that night, you don't have an all or nothing mindset. You still try and get it done as soon as you can. You don't go, oh, well, I missed this deadline, so I'm just going to leave it till the last minute now. Just keep on trying your best to stick to your own deadlines um, so that you're not leaving it till the last minute. You're not doing the typical procrastination and leaving yourself in a better state mentally, really, because you're not stressing yourself out. And then the other little tip I have is a kind of practical tip as well. And it's one that I got from 
one of the podcasts I listen to, Sam Laura Brown, she recommends writing down every temptation or distraction that you have. So this is a really good one to do if you are timing yourself or using a small box of time and you're still finding you want to get up and you're so tempted or you are just checking your phone lots and you're just not getting anything done. 